Hello and welcome to the Monroe Method Clancast. I am Jason Monroe and this is episode 55. Well, I've kind of mucked up here because I've started recording and I've not came up with a title for this. <laughs> so I don't know what this is, a, is going to be called. Let's Maybe I'm going to call it the, the six phases of yo-yo dieting. Something like that. So I... I came up with this thing and I've written a daily post about it for our members inside Clan Monroe. Um, I just came up with it on the fly yesterday and I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to I'm going to develop it a bit because I feel like this is actually going to become a kind of core message in my social media posts and the emails that I send out, right? But basically... I'll tell you the story first that I posted with this. In 2018, I followed thousands of Slimming World accounts, like literally. I had, you know, I was one of those people that played the follow one follow game back then. I was trying to build a following and trying to build a following of the people that I wanted to help. So that meant following lots of Slimming World and Weight Watchers people, right? So not only was I trying to build a following, I was also trying to learn as much as possible about the people I wanted to help. I wanted to better understand the struggles and the challenges that the people I wanted to help faced. And so my timeline was full of Slimming World posts. Like, I actually get a bit of PTSD when I think about it because it was quite a... I don't think about it often, but when I do think back to it, I think about how, especially now, that I have much more knowledge and more awareness of what disordered eating looks like. And I basically filled my timeline with disordered eating. You know, like, I mean, you've all seen those. I, I don't know if they still exist. At the moment, I think I follow four people on Instagram. I'm, I'm trying to spend less time on social media. I unfollowed everyone I follow. I am going to gradually start following people again because it gets boring going in there and seeing the same single post from the same person <laughs> when I go in because nothing updates but anyway um yeah I I went through a period I think it was at the end of 2018 where I set up this automatic thing back then you could get apps that would automatically like automatically comment and all the rest of it you could also unfollow so I let this little app run for ages unfollowing everyone and I started from scratch and now it's very minimal. I fill my timeline with posi- positivity and value. But back then, my Instagram timeline was filled with people putting together... The way I summarised Slimming World on social media back then was it was filled with people putting together massive plates of food. It was like a competition to see who could put together the biggest plate of food for the least amount of sins. That's all it was. You, and you had, like, the popular pages at the time, like Froyo and Frylight, who eventually blocked me. I don't think she exists anymore. Um, Fopperholic, who I think went on to become some kind of coach away from Slimming World. But they were, like, the blue tick accounts that I remember. Froyo and Frylight. God, there's a blast from the past. I'm going to check to see if they still exist. Froyo and... think that would have come up by now. Mm, nah. 
yeah, they don't exist anymore. Um, but I remember they blocked me because I challenged one of their posts so they created this just to tell you the story why not they created this homemade pop tart recipe and they posted all the ingredients and the cooking method and the icing sugar and the the whatever it was they used right and they they were and they're only i can't remember the the ins and outs of it but it was like and they're only half a cent each or something like that and it, because, like, it used a healthy extra or some shit. So it ended up, and I, I remember a, a, a Pop-Tart's about 200 calories, if I remember right off the top of my head. It's like 197 or something. And she created this recipe, and I went in and calculated it. Now, a sin is supposed to be the equivalent of 20 calories. Um, And I went in, to my fitness pal, I, I looked up her ingredients, I looked them all up, just searched the ingredients, generic entries, and I was like, right, 50 grams of this, 10 grams of that, da, 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 da. one of these Pop-Tarts was like 280 calories. So, 80 calories more than a Pop-Tart, but she was claiming it as 20 calories, basically, including some kind of healthy extra, whatever it was. And she's, you know, she had, I'm sure she had a blue tick at the time back when blue ticks meant something. Loads of people were using these recipes. And it was basically this, like most of what Slumming World was back then was people doing, they weren't called hacks, they were called tweaks. Tweaks, where they basically manipulated the plan to make food come out very low in sense. Like it didn't change the fact that it was still high in calories but they were manipulating the plan to to make higher calorie things more accessible. You know, and here's this person saying, yep, don't go out and have a 200 calorie Pop-Tart. Come and have a 280 calorie Pop-Tart using my recipe and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I totally lost my train of thought then. Anyway, I challenged that, posted about it, shared it on my stories, made a deal about it and she blocked me. But yeah, that's what people do when you expose the truth. Anyway, <laughs> back to the point. My timeline was full of, oh yeah, full of this stuff. And yeah, it was, there was so many people, especially like couples, they, they would put together these massive breakfasts, like fucking ridiculous. So much food that they couldn't fit it on a plate. They had to use like a big serving plate or a massive chopping board. And it was like, oh, weekend fry up and only... Two and a half sins because this is free and this is free and that's a healthy extra and this is free. And it was just this fucking disgusting, massive plate of food, completely unnecessary. But it was also, it was always those accounts that had the six figure followings and the blue ticks and the biggest recognition and making the most money from their fucking spice and taste codes. And ah, makes my stomach churn thinking back to 2018, 2019. Slimming World Face Instagram days. Anyway, I don't know if it's still like that because I do not expose myself to that shit anymore. Maybe one of you can come and tell me in my broadcast channel. There should be a link in the comments to come and join on Instagram. Right. Um, so back to the point. This week, I was reminded about a guy who I followed. I can't remember his name for the life of me. 
wasn't Josh something, was it? Was it? I can't remember. It's really annoying. But anyway, this guy, he had a six-figure following. Blue tick, massive Slimming World guy. Constantly bragging about being off plan and on plan. In fact, in his in his Instagram bio, I'm pretty sure it says regularly off plan. I still can't remember his name, but never mind. This was years ago. Might not exist now. Might still be yo-yo dieting, probably. So he was sat in his car outside of McDonald's and he took a selfie with a big M logo in the background and he had a tin of cold bean and cold beans in his hand with a spoon sticking out of it. And the caption was, I'll do whatever it takes to stay on plan, followed by a bunch of stupid hashtags like that next stone award, blah, 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 blah. And there were thousands of comments on this post. Like this guy had, it was like 300 and something thousand followers. It was ridiculous. For what? For being an unsuccessful dieter who's been dieting for years, losing and gaining the same weight. I don't understand why people surround themselves with unsuccessful. I do. They do it to make themselves feel better about, you know, many people will do it to make themselves feel better about the position that they're in. They'll, rather than surround themselves with people who may inspire them to do better, they surround themselves with people who make them feel okay about staying the same and yo-yo dieting and all the rest of it. And all that does is keep you trapped. But anyway, sat outside McDonald's, selfie, tin of beans, Look at me. Look how dedicated I am. I am so on plan. It's unreal. Um, and the comments on it, thousands of them. Oh my God. OMG. I wish I could be more like you. Wow. I wish I had your focus and willpower and motivation. God, I'd be in that McD's eating all the food. Can't believe you're managing to sit outside and eat a fucking tin of cold beans. Like... That killed me, that post, right? Back then, when I read that in 2018, I was still starting out, you know, running a business was still very new to me. I think I was still dabbling in the idea of going full-time. I was still working in my old job while running Monroe Fitness, it was at the time. And that post overwhelmed me. Like, Well, it didn't. I chose to be overwhelmed by it. The post didn't do anything. Um, but it affected me deeply, right? I'm, I'm looking at this thinking, how the fuck am I going to help these people? These these thousands of people commenting on this posts are the very people that I am over here trying to create something to help them. And here they are, worshipping a guy for eating a tin of fucking cold beans outside of McDonald's in a car. You know, looking back now though, five years on, I can see things much differently. Right? People who yo-yo diet move through different phases. Okay, and this is this thing that I've kind of came up with. So phase one is the innocent dieter. Pretty clueless when it comes to dieting and how your body works. Um, you feel like you could do with losing a few pounds. So you do your research, listen to recommendations and finally settle on your first plan. Now, all of you listening to this, I would think, or the vast, vast majority of you, 99.9% .9 territory, are way beyond that point. Right? You're you're way beyond the innocent dieter stage. You're probably also beyond phase two. Phase two is your first diet. Remember, this is just something I've made up. Um, but I think it's pretty good, which is why I want to make a deal about it. So phase two is your first diet. And this will be the foundation of your diet history, right? If, if, you're, if your dieting career 
starts with a plan that promotes yo-yo dieting, that's what the future holds for you. Okay, If you start off at Slimming World, then you will be there for years. You may be one of those incredibly rare people who goes to Slimming World once, comes out the other side unscathed, at a weight you want to be, and you have actually developed some healthy positive habits because you're cooking more, you've improved the balance of your diet, whatever. If you have but you're not because you're here listening to this, right? If that was you, you wouldn't be here. Those people are ridiculously rare, single figure percentages. In my opinion, I don't have the numbers to back it up, but I wish I did. Do you know what I would love? I would love Slimming World like to do a lot of surveys on their members, but one survey they will never do is ask how many of their members are returning members. They will never ask their members how many times have you had to return to Slimming World because they do not want to know that and they sure as fuck don't want you to know that. Um, But anyway, so phase two, your first diet. If, yeah. This is what your, your diet history will be built on, right? This is the foundation of your dieting career. Now, you might love your first experience with this diet because you believe it's helped you. You'll swear by it and you'll recommend it to anyone that will listen. I wish I knew this back in 2018, 2019 because like, I had to deal with some crazy people on social media. I used I didn't enjoy running my social media account because anytime I posted about Slimming World, the hashtag SWMafia would descend on me and I'd end up having to have all the I wasted so much time in social media talking to to the crazies to the people who worship the plan right but they might have been you know looking back now they might have been in this phase they might have you know it might have been their first experience with Slimming World they might have loved their consultant they felt the need to jump to the plan's defense because they were in this phase two their first diet I love this plan it's working for me blah 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 then people move to phase three. Okay, so they've, they're into the yo-yo diet cycle now. And this is where many of you might still be. Although you, that you're here listening to this, you're probably at, at the very least between three and four. But phase three is the yo-yo diet cycle, right? So it begins. Soon after that first dieting experience, your weight is back to where it was or perhaps a little higher. Not to worry you had such a great experience with that first diet, you'll go back there and do it again because you swear by it, etc. And then you'll do it again, and then you'll do it again, and then you'll do it again. And the more you do it, the more it becomes the norm. The dieting has now become an annual part of your life. Every time it gets to March, April, May, you think about the summer, you're going on holidays, I need to go back to Slimming World, da 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 and that, that's you. You have now moved from innocent dieter to lifelong yo-yo dieter while continuing to sing the praises of the very plan that lured you in and trapped you and is keeping you stuck in this cycle. Now, this, this is the sad part because this is where people will live for decades. I have worked with people in their early 20s who had two or three years of slimming roll behind them. I've had I've worked with people in their 60s who have 50 years of Slimming World behind them. In the second instance, I can't change what's happened to that person in the past. All I can do is help them change their future so that it 
you know what's what what time they have left on this planet is not going to be dedicated to their weight and dedicated to Slimming World. Imagine how much money someone would have spent going to Slimming World for 50 years. That's a decent car. Um, and at the, at the same time, when I work with people in their early 20s, it makes me so happy because I just see it as such an incredible opportunity to help that person avoid the fate of millions of yo-yo dieters. So, phase three. How long you spend there will depend on how many times you keep going back to the plan. Until one day, hopefully, you reach phase four. Phase four is, surely there must be a better way. This is the moment that I had for me, like when I was 29. Um, this is what I had, right? Surely there must be a better way, right? If there are people who lose weight and keep it off, why can I not be one of them? What is it that I'm doing that's keeping me stuck here? You know, There must be a way to lose weight and keep it off. This can't be the norm. Speaking of beans, the beans and toast diet was one of the many things I tried. tried. One slice of toast and half a tin of beans three times a day. Um, but yeah, through most of my 20s, I yo-yo dieted. Never went to Slimming World. Did Scottish Slimmers, but didn't quite get to the Slimming World stage. Being a guy, I preferred looking things up and trying to do things on my own. Um, but yeah, phase four. Surely there must be a better way. Five, 10, 15, 20 plus years later, you might see a post from someone like me on Instagram that challenges your thoughts or perhaps it leans into something that you were already thinking and you start questioning why you can mash a banana with your teeth but not a fork or if constantly being on plan and off plan is maybe that's a part of the problem and it's not the solution maybe slimming world is the reason i yo-yo diet it's not going to help me stop yo-yo dieting right and it's just that's one of the reasons that i post stuff on social media is basically it's aimed at people who are ready for phase four where I am trying to provoke some thoughts challenge some thought processes challenge beliefs get people just to stop and question themselves because that's how it works right that's how that's how my Instagram account works I post these things on social media it gets pushed mostly to the people that follow me it will get pushed to a small percentage of people that don't of that small percentage of people that don't follow me, some of them will read that post and go, wait a minute, I've never thought of it like that before. Maybe maybe yo-yo diet, maybe Slimming World's the reason I'm yo-yo dieting. I'm going to follow this guy. And that's how it works, right? That's how I gain followers. Through creating thought-provoking, helpful posts that bring new people in. They watch for a while. Maybe that's enough to help them. Maybe they'll go on to become a member of the Monroe Method. Anyway. Once you reach phase four, then the the yo-yo diet world is it's slowly starting to be ruined for you, right? You're not as supportive of it. You're no longer a raving fan. You're no longer singing the praises of the plans that you've tried. And you're actually starting to question whether or not you were actually successful. You know, wait a minute. 20 years have passed. I'm the same weight. In fact, I'm heavier today than I was 20 years ago. Yet I've been dieting all these years. Have, has anything actually worked? Am I a success? You know, and it's getting people to think more clearly about these things. 
which you can't do when you're deep in that world. You know, when you're in that world, you are far too close to it to be able to see it. And that's why people get very defensive of these plants. They're they're too deep in the cult. So phase five, once you've breached phase four, you've realized there must be a better way. Now you're kind of back in, you're kind of back at phase two, but it's phase five. So phase five was your first diet. Phase five is beating the yo-yo diet cycle. So now that you're effectively woke, you go back to phase two again and you do your research. Okay. How can I, and this is where this next part kicks in. How do you lose weight and keep it off for life? You know, you're not looking at yo-yo diets anymore. You're not looking to see what's going to help me lose the most weight in the shortest amount of time. How long, you know, can I lose a stone in two weeks? You're you're moving away from all that shit. And it's now about, right, I'm fucking sick of this dieting. What will it take for me to lose weight and keep it off for life? Because I do not want to spend, you know, that guy on Instagram said, if you don't change the way you're doing things, the next 20 years are going to look just the same as the last. So I don't want that. I want to do something different. So phase five, beating the yo-yo diet cycle. You start doing your research again, but this time you're looking for something that's actually going to help you, not trap you. And maybe you come across someone like me who specializes in helping people like you and you come and work with me. And eventually you will reach phase six, the final phase, a life free from dieting. After we've worked together for a time, you reach your goal weight, but far more importantly, you've worked and resolved worked on and resolved all the underlying reasons behind why you repeatedly gained weight in the past and you have a future of weight maintenance ahead of you. So if we go back to that cold beans post, right? Uh, The, oh my God, OMG, I wish I could be more like you. Wow, I wish I was as motivated as you. If I, you know, if that was me, I'd be in McDonald's eating all the food, right? Those people making those comments on that post that I felt overwhelmed by at the time, they were in phase two and three. They were very excited about their first diet and they were very excited about uh, being a part of something. You know, here's this guy with a, you know, this big Slimming World guy with a six-figure following. He's like a celebrity to me. You know, I'm going to comment on this post and blah, blah, blah. They people were trapped there, right? And I realize now that I'm not here to help people in phase two. I'm here to help people that are at or moving towards phase four. Surely there must be a better way. Okay. That's where that's where I come in. So the crazies, the cult people, the ones that are so committed to the plan, the one that would the ones that would defend it with their life. I can't help those people, right? They're they're not they're not in a position to be helped yet. They have to come to a moment of realization by themselves. You know, I can't go to those people and say, listen, what you're doing, you know, I would never do that anyway, actually, but I wouldn't go to these people and say, look, you know, what you're doing is keeping you stuck. I just post this stuff on social media. The people it's relevant to will relate to it. The people it's not relevant to will comment on it and be an arsehole. (laughs) I'm only kidding. They don't do that anymore. You know, not too long ago, I don't know what happened or what changed. Like, I still post the same content I was posting back in 2017, 2018. Still exposing the yo-yo diet industry, still talking about Slimming World. But for some reason, all the people who jumped to defense have disappeared. Maybe people have figured out that if a post doesn't apply to you, then you shouldn't reply to it. 
who knows but anyway yeah so the people that commented in that guy's post they were too deep in that world they were not the people that i was creating the monroe method for well they were they just weren't ready for it i'm here for the people that are at or moving towards phase four there must be a better way so when someone comes to work with me their time is about moving through those last three phases yes there is a better way let me show you a better way not the better way but one of many better ways let me help you let me help open your eyes to the yo-yo diet cycle that you've been stuck in let me help show you the things the underlying things that you repeatedly do that have kept your weight trapped let's work through the thought processes the habits the behaviors the mindset that are keeping you stuck and let's fix them so we can beat the yo-yo diet cycle so you can move on to the final phase which is a life free from dieting where we'll transition you to maintenance make sure that you have everything you need before you leave us and you are leaving us with absolute confidence that you can now go on and continue this on your own now that all sounds wonderful doesn't it but not everyone who comes to work with me is going to be a success story Here's another thing that I've learned along the way, and we'll finish up with this. I have worked with people who aren't yet in phase four. They're still in phase three. They're still in the yo-yo diet cycle. And they'll come to work with me, and they'll try to treat what I do as another yo-yo diet. Um, I'm just having this massive moment of enlightenment right now. There is a woman who has been joining and leaving Monroe for many years and she always goes back to Weight Watchers and I've just this you know just I've only just came up with this phase thing today and I've just this moment realized that that person is still in the yo-yo diet cycle she is in the yo-yo diet cycle and she's jumping from Weight Watchers to to what I do in the hope that I'll help her get the result that she wants and because it doesn't happen quick enough or whatever she goes back to Weight Watchers again in the hope that that's going to do it. One day she might come to work with me and one day she might be in phase four and that's the day that it clicks but until then she can't come back because um, we had a chat the last time she left um, and I said look you keep coming here you keep spending money and you keep wasting money because you keep going back to Weight Watchers. Uh, I would ask that unless, you know, if you do want to come back again, please message me first and have a conversation with me because I want to make sure that what I do is actually going to help you because at the moment it's not. You know, you keep going back to bloody Weight Watchers and you've been doing this for years and if you keep doing this, bouncing back and forth, this this is what I talk about, you're going to be doing it for the next 10 years. So I've just realized now that she's going to have to get to phase four when she comes to... I'm going to make a big deal about this phase thing. I really like it. It's I'm going to use it a lot. Um, and I'll create some social media posts around it and turn it into a graphic rather than just me saying words to make it more digestible. Um, but yeah. So you guys, I would like to think... Some of you might still be very close to phase three. You might still be very much in that yo-yo diet cycle. But, you know, it's, it's almost like... What would be another term for that? So, like, when 
when people are thinking about giving up alcohol, we call them sober curious. Like, how do you say the same thing for someone who doesn't want to yo-yo diet anymore? Like, what's the op- what's the you know the, the absence of alcohol is sobriety, right? What's the absence of yo-yo dieting? I don't know. I'll need to work on that. But we could someone who's I don't know diet free, curious maintenance maintenance curious maybe I don't know. Anyway. I hope this has been interesting because I'm. If, in case you can't tell from the way I've been speaking, I'm quite passionate about this. Um, doing what I do for as long as I do, it gets hard to come up with new things. You effectively have to get very good at saying the same thing over and over again, but from different angles. This is a new concept. New concepts make me happy because um, it gives me something new to throw my time and energy at. But I hope it's been helpful. Um, talk to me about it. Send me a DM. Let me know how these episodes are going down do you know what what's really driving me to do to keep doing these podcasts every almost every single day when i do check-ins with our members inside the group they're mentioning the podcast and that's what makes it worth it because in between the fortnightly check-ins that we have they're listening to some some of them are binge watching binge listening to all of them but in between uh check-ins they're listening to a few podcast episodes and it almost you know because I'm talking about the stuff that I teach inside the group and it's me kind of translating my thoughts and my coaching style into words, it helps to cement the things that we're doing when we work with them inside the group. So this podcast is acting as like, it's like a progress accelerator, you know, rather than our interactions only being once a fortnight at a check-in or during a live chat or whatever, these kind of intermittent things. We've also got this constant stream of help and assistance and guidance through the podcast, which it helps bring them along the kind of maintenance pathway a lot quicker. You know, it it might take someone a year to reach that point, but because they've now got access to these podcast episodes, they might hit that point six months earlier because they've they've had lots of kind of light bulb moments and epiphanies from from listening to this. Anyway, enough from me. Let me know how you're enjoying these episodes through some format of contact. It's not hard to get in touch with me if you go on social media. Um, Until next time.